We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my friends. I hope you're having a beautiful and exquisite day today. I love this saying. It's one of my favorites from Pierre de Chardin. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. And a big part of having this human experience is being in a physical body. Having a body is a privilege that I know I took for granted for many years. It wasn't until I struggled intensely with my health that I started to pay more attention to my body and then started to decipher what exactly was going on. The bottom line was that I didn't love myself. I took great advantage of my body, manipulated it, beat it up, and judged it. My body prompted me to learn a different way of being, a more love-based way of being. And today, I feel so much more happy, healthy, and whole because of this new approach. I believe our bodies are our friends, teachers, and allies. They want to support us as much as they can on this human adventure. And we benefit greatly if we can listen to it, appreciate it, respect it, and care for it with kindness, compassion, and great love. And here to share her wisdom about taking good care of our physical selves is my expert, author, uplifter, and doctor, Dr. Yaling Liu. Dr. Liu has been a chiropractic physician for more than 20 years. She has studied rehabilitation, nutrition, and soft tissue techniques, such as cranial sacral therapy and myofascial release. Her background is in diversified chiropractic techniques and includes education in the theories of applied kinesiology, activator methods, and certification in Gonstead technique. Dr. Liu recently wrote a very informative and empowering book called Everybody's Guide to Everyday Pain. Dr. Liu shares her profound knowledge and wisdom about how important it is to take into account the whole person on the healing journey and not only addresses the mechanical balance of the body, but also the chemical and emotional aspects that so often influence this balance. So thank you, Dr. Liu, for being here on a second show of Journey to Center. Thanks for having me, Tammy. It's such a treat to speak with you today. Well, it's very mutual. I think you are a wealth of wisdom and you're so sparkly and, and wonderful. So I'm really celebrating this conversation. Oh, sweet. And I know it can help people that may be um, not in a deeply kind and respectful and healthy and feeling good kind of relationship with their body. So I'm, I'm so happy to, that you wrote this book and that we're here to talk about this really important subject. Yeah, that's the, one of the things I witness the most, I think, when uh, people come in with pain to see me. There's often a lot of uh, emotional pain going on underneath the surface about how they feel about their lives, their, their bodies, themselves. Uh, it's so complex, and I think a lot of us don't realize that that's really a big underlying piece of what our, our physical pain is about. It really is, because we are holistic beings. We are mental, emotional, and spiritual um, animals. So the emotional part is such a big influencing factor, I think, in how our physical selves feel. I, I didn't consider this because it was so confusing back when I was struggling so much, but I was really unhappy. And that environment probably wasn't the healthiest for this, this physical body. So, yeah, 
let's really get into the topic of how emotions influence and affect the balance of our physical selves. Yeah, it's um, where to begin. <laughs> well, I love I love how you broke it down in your book, and 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 I'm seeing it in different ways, which I always love. I, I want to have a beginner's mind, which you also write about, um, and I <laughs> yeah. want to learn. I want to keep learning. I don't want to ever think I know it all because then you put a lid on it. So right. you say there are three aspects of emotion. Number one is stress. Number two is self image, and number three is worldview. So I think this is a great place to start. What yeah. do you think? Well, um, all three of those things are really important. The latter two, self-image and worldview, is a little bit more muddy for a lot of us. And it's hard to have uh, objective perspective on our own situation, very much so. But we all know that we can be stressed. Stress, you know, we're all familiar with that. And the important piece about that, though, is that stress um, isn't just a physical experience of tightening up in the muscles. You know, if you feel stressed at work, you know your shoulders are tight. You know you might be clenching your teeth at night. But that's not, that's only the tip of the iceberg. The stress that causes those reactions also is creating a a chemical storm of sorts inside of our brain and body. And those are the things that can set us up to actually feel physical pain. Now, those chemists, the chemicals that govern pain and um, mood and um, elation, depression, those various sensations, uh, they also um, can cause a lot of pain. Uh, I think that that's absolutely true. Yeah. I know that from personal experience. Yeah. Now, self-image and worldview, um, those are things that uh, we may not be very aware of, uh, but if you, it's important to take a look at how you see yourself in the world, and uh, how you see yourself, period. And depending on how much love you're able to cast in, into that combination of views, um, you may find that there's actually an, a simmering level of self-loathing underneath what you think is a functional exterior. You know, the image that you project in order to be functional at work and functional at home it may be that you're using a lot of, wasting a lot of energy, really, on oh my gosh, projecting. So true. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I think the false mask can be quite heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Living For from sure. that perspective of ego edging God out, I think putting on this facade. And again, I'm, I'm speaking from personal experience here. And I see it in, with my clients. You know, it's like when they were uh, posturing and posing and not being our authentic selves, it can take a lot of energy. Right. Yeah. It's all tied up with this idea that there's a certain way that we should all be and in order to be accepted and functional and that it crosses over into our pain behavior as well. So mm-hmm. a lot of people will uh, discount their pain as insignificant or um, they don't want to let on that they have any kind of pain or discomfort because it would make them less than or weaker or insignificant if they give into it or, or let on that they have any pain. And it's all tied up in all the other things that we're trying to project into the world about who we, who we want to be rather than who we are. That's so true. You know, a friend of mine once said to me, because I was powering through something, I was writing a dissertation and I was powering through, it's like 
14 hours in front of the computer and I'm still typing. Uh, and she's like, wow, you have a great work ethic. I'm like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> you know, like, I'm like really like this. I'm like the superhero, right? In my own mind. It's like so stupid. And then she goes, what are you trying to prove and to whom? I was like, uh, oh my gosh. She stopped me di- dead in my tracks, mid, mid- keystroke. I was, I stopped and I looked at her and I started crying. I didn't even know what I was going to say. Uh, I said, I am. I'm trying to prove to my father I'm not stupid and I'm trying to prove to my stepfather I'm not lazy. I didn't even know that my stepfather's been dead for 30 years. Wow. Yeah. So I think that's a really important question for almost anybody to ask themselves. For sure. What do you think you have to prove to be worthy of love or to be worthy of acceptance? What do you think you need to prove? It's like, wow, that's an important one. And I think that comes down to number two in your self-image. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we are all deserving, and that's the one thing that I think none of us really truly believe, that we're deserving of good things. We're deserving of being pain-free, and we, you know, that's a possibility. It's a, a right, and we can achieve it, just like everything else. I think that's so profound, what you just said. We are so, we are all deserving, you know, and, and that was such a huge revelation. I don't have to prove or work hard. I can just relax. Yeah. I can receive yes. great with grace. Exactly. So that was, that was huge. Yeah. So the third um, component of um, emotion, the worldview, I think that, again, is such an important thing to consider. I think it was, um, was it Einstein that said the most important question we can answer for ourselves? Is the universe a safe and loving place or not? Mm, yeah. And if we're right. in fear, I think that just causes stress. If the foundation of our belief system is based on this bedrock of fear, that's hard to overcome. Maybe impossible. Right. So, yeah, I, yeah opening I was just having... belief that we are supported and loved. Again, for me, that changed everything. When somebody asked me that question, I was like, no, it's not a safe and loving place. Look at all the stuff that's happened to me. <laughs> Life is unfair. I'm a nice bunny rabbit and people keep kicking me. This is not safe. So I was like, well, maybe these things are happening because I have this deep belief that it's not safe. So I decided to experiment with this other way of being that is more love-based. And I thought, if it doesn't work, I'll go back to this other way of being. And I'm really happy to report I didn't have to because once I explored and experimented with the fact that I was loved and supported, more love and support started to show up. What a brave thing to do. That is a scary leap to take. It was, but I didn't commit to it long term. I thought I could. Do this. <laughs> that's the key, right? Okay, I'll dip my toe. <laughs> uh, exa- that's exactly what I said. I'm going to put my toe in the water. But you know what? The cool thing was, Dr. Liu, my body started to feel better. Oh, that's so re- reinforcing, isn't it? Yeah, I was. Uh, my, a lot of the aches and pains started to go away when I just started to, when I experimented with um, the fact that maybe I was safe. Maybe I didn't have to stress. Maybe I didn't have to hold everything together, carry everything on my back. Right. What a relief. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> now, those are big so, steps that I think some people might have to get a little guidance to, to navigate through those really deep set beliefs about themselves and the world. Um, so, yeah, hopefully someone like yourself probably could help uh, with Guided yeah, and someone. again, I think we need allies on our healing adventure. We, we're social creatures. We're connected. We, we can't do this alone. And I feel Absolutely. like we, you know, you're a wonderful teacher and healer. And I am in my own way. We have different skill sets. But, you know, I think for every student, there's a teacher. For every teacher, there's a student. So I think, again, your book is a really great place to start if somebody's in pain. And you start your book with this really 
powerful quote from Madeline L'Engle. The unending paradox is that we do learn through pain. It's the universal great awakener. It's unfortunate, but it seems to be the case. Very true. Yeah. There is no life that goes, is lived without pain. I mean, that would, what would that be? Where would you have any perspective, right? Well, yeah, again, I think that's why we incarnate it. You know, if we want to be in that, that ethereal realm of just kind of vanilla, we <laughs> 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 embrace the whole rainbow of feelings and emotions and experiences. It's duality and it can be challenging and it, I think it deserves compassion. Yeah. Um, but it's quite the adventure too. It is. It is. It sounds like you've really embraced it, the adventure piece of it and having done something risky like that, changing your worldview and your self-image, it, it's, seems to have reinforced more well, yeah, of the same. I, I'm having fun with it now because I'm not resisting it. And I think you write about that too. It's resistance that creates um, pain. Mm-hmm. Yes. True. But when we're not resisting, we can start to open more fully. And yeah, you might cry and yeah, it might hurt, but you know what? Uh, it's part and parcel of this experience, this human adventure. Right. Yeah. I spend a lot of time with people who um, are... Frankly, in, in treatment, I spend a lot of time talking to people about the things that they're resisting, the, the, the fact that they're fighting their pain, that they're fighting themselves on being uh, less than because they have pain and being angry that they're weaker beings with, you know, for mm-hmm. having pain. Mm-hmm. It's interesting how much time I actually spend talking to them about that rather than just working on their bodies. <laughs> That's fascinating because, yeah, judgment, nothing thrives and then environment of judgment. Animals don't, children don't, plants don't, and our bodies don't. That's really, yeah, so true. So here's a quote um, from your book, and and you talk about how we can cope with emotional stress. You say it's our tendency to struggle against what causes emotional stress. And again, struggling against rather than listening to, I think, exacerbates the struggles and the pain. Yeah. So you break it down into three areas where we can uh, start to cope with emotional stress. Number one, exercise. Number two, sleep. Number three, shift your outlook on life. So again, three really important things to consider and take responsibility for if we want to empower ourselves and, and heal and live healthy lives. Right. So yeah. exercise. I, I didn't know this either. It's like we're supposed to move our joints. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm supposed yeah. to exercise. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> It's the way we lube up. It's, you know, if we don't move around for a while, it's like resting. It's literally like we rust up. So, but the thing about exercise is that it can easily go, it can go over the threshold into that other world of self uh, punishment. You know, um, we have this idea that, oh, I'm so bad for not exercising. So now I'm going to do it until I hurt. You know, and that, oh, God, that extreme, the purpose. just the opposite of balance. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So, um, yeah, I found, I, I used to work out two, three, four, five hours a day and wow. I used to, uh, it was motivated by a lot of self-loathing. And I guess, mm-hmm. again, looking back, it's not surprising. It didn't, my body didn't respond in kind. It's like my goal was always just out of my reach. And now I work at people like, oh my gosh, you must work out so hard. I work out maybe 20 minutes every other day. Oh, and great. I think I look more fit, but I think it's because I'm doing it with affection and appreciation and love made a big difference. Yeah, I bet. That sounds so great. It feels better. And, and the other bonus is that my body just is the weight I want it to be, where I used to fight with it. And now it just, it's like, okay, we're friends. I'll just like relax. <laughs> yeah. That probably bleeds over into your eating habits and, you know, what you put in your mouth and how you feel when you put in your, 
food in your mouth. And- exactly. And, you know, it also helped with the, the second thing that you discuss as far as being really important with emotional stress is the sleep. It's really yeah. reduced a lot of stress so that I can sleep really well. So let's yeah. talk about how, that component. Let's <laughs> <Just> talk <laughs> about elusive. sleep. It's mysterious, yeah. but so important. The holy grail of today. It is so important. A lot of us, I don't think we're raised with good sleep hygiene, first of all. So we don't make the time for it. We don't value it. We're taught through school and and what other societal um, pressures that sleep. Uh, If you don't sleep much, then you must be powerful and amazing. (laughs) I know, like I'm a superhero of not sleep. Yeah, it's it's so ridiculous. I I, know. I grew up hearing that and um, I was very sleep deprived and I need a lot of sleep. And I finally... um, decided to give myself permission to sleep as long as I wanted. And I am, I'm a superhero of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I'd like to hear well, that. On the weekends, I'll sometimes sleep 11 or 12 hours. I feel so proud of myself. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I should be embarrassed, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, then it's a, even more important that your body's in good shape because sleeping that long is sometimes a, a little bit of a challenge on um, pain. <laughs> you know, if you lie still for a long time, things can get a little creaky and stiff so you must have very good um, that's not my experience good balance at all i think i wake up like i I can i can take on the world now i've got 12 hours of sleep let's do this that's great that's a good example for everybody else yeah just um i think we all have to find our own way and you this is a quote from from your book too that i love so much we all have our own path and we need to make peace with it once we do we'll find our balance in body and mind yeah yeah, I really wish everybody to embrace that idea. It's the the it's what I it comes from seeing all these quick fixes every day I turn on my computer. I see another article about the five ways to be superhuman and you know, maybe that's not for you. It's not for us. It's, no, I, I, I think the most, the most important thing we can do is take responsibility for ourselves and know thyself. Yes. I and agree. I say all the time, if we find our authentic shape, whatever that is, and that just yeah. means like yourself, love yourself, listen to yourself, then the pieces of the puzzle that fit with you can show up. And it's, right. a, it's an easy fit. You're not contorting yourself all the time. You're not trying to make yourself other than who you are. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it feels better. It's fascinating to me what the, what the piece, the missing piece is. Everybody has sort of that aha factor and it's if that piece fascinates me like what is it that somebody needs to hear in order to really fully understand that they're okay just to the way they to are go into that aha to receive that mm-hmm. exactly. uh, it is it's a mystery it's like unlocking something it's like a key yeah. to unlocking it I love yeah. that I, I feel like I do that with my practice and I love that that's something that interests and intrigues you as well and and I think again your book can be that key if people want to unlock yeah. the mystery of their pain well, that's so it's great kidding. to hear I really I wish for that I hope that that's just a little bit of what that book can do I've got a lot of feedback from folks about um, how helpful the picture section is and it gives yes. them sort of an inroad into it's the very tip of the iceberg as to how to get into the whole mindset of how is it that I'm okay with how I am and what I do and these non-conventional ways of sitting and standing and breathing, these might be okay. Yes. And I think that's it. I feel such sincere intention as 
you know, I go through your book and as, as I hold it, a lot of times I think people write books for themselves. I think you wrote this book for other people. I really did. It's so great to hear that from you. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. So we still have a little bit of time here, but I want you to do a shout out. Where, pe- where can people get a hold of you and get a copy of your book, Everybody's Guide to Everyday Pain? It is in a paper book and um, ebook format on Kindle and Amazon. So you can just go ahead and look for Everybody's Guide to Everyday Pain on Amazon. And I also have a Facebook page for the book under Everyday Pain Guide. And I've got my website, StopEverydayPain.com. And all of those places are where you can find ways to connect with me as well as the book. And I would recommend that. I want to be connected with you. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to find I you would on welcome Facebook. It. I love it. So a couple of things you end your book with that it took me a while in my life to figure this out, that <laughs> this really should be the goal. Striving for balance is what it's all about. See, I didn't know that. And finding <laughs> flow in our lives, flow and balance. I had yeah. no idea. I had to struggle and suffer a lot before I got to this place. And now that really is my intention as well. So I loved reading that. Things got That's so great. much easier. Yeah. Everybody's got their, their own way of finding that balance and the flow. And to understand that, it doesn't look like everybody else's balance and flow. And, you know, I say all the time, we came here to be unique. If God wanted us to be like Canadian geese, he could have made us that way. Oh, he already <laughs> did that. Hey, I'm Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> and you're quite precious, I have to say. <laughs> So, yeah, we all are unique expressions of the divine. And I say, you know, there is no competition. Just, you know, find your authentic shape. Like yourself, love yourself, celebrate yourself, get to know yourself. And you write about this at the end of the book, the beginner's mind. It's so important. It's so important. Can you tell us why? Got a couple minutes. Tell me why you think that's so vital. It's You can't really see. You can't see anything if you think you already know it. And most of the time, we have something left to learn. Unless your life is over, you've got something left to learn. Beginner's mind uh, opens you up to the possibility that maybe you didn't learn it the first time. Maybe there's a new aspect to it. And uh, there's always more to learn. It's just, it's a really important, humbling uh, way to go through your life. And it takes ego out. That's really the most damaging thing to, it prevents us from moving forward and growing is, uh, ego and our, our obsession with ourselves and our image, if we can drop that and just accept that we're all learning, everybody's learning, we're all in the same boat, nobody knows m- more, nobody has the answer, everybody's learning, then I think that it can be very freeing. Yeah, I took a deep breath as you were saying that. It feels very liberating. It yeah. reduces stress. <laughs> <laughs> Your chemistry just changed. <laughs> it, it really did. Thank you for that. I know oh. that our listeners felt it too. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. No, and it's such a bizarre concept, you know, because so many of us think we have to posture and pose and, and be competitive and superior. And that is, I think, what our culture kind of like tells us and teaches us. But to really be authentic and vulnerable and open, it's uh, it feels a lot better. I think it's better for our, our vehicles. I think it's better for our... Um, our loved ones, we show up in a very different way with an open heart. When we yeah. leave with our heart instead of our mind, it's like, it just feels better. It really does. Yeah. 
just marinating in these chemicals that seem to be that isn't that are you know <laughs> flooding my system. It feels really good. <laughs> I really appreciate the um, the energy you've brought to this. It's it's an honor. It feels yeah, it just feels really good. Thank you for enjoying it and really living some of the information in my book. Absolutely. It was a, it was an honor and a pleasure. It is an honor and a pleasure and a privilege to connect with you and, and listen to your wisdom. You, you are, um, again, very wise soul. You're very knowledgeable, but your heart is so powerful. And, uh, that's, that's priceless. Thanks, Tammy. Priceless. And, and I'm honored that my listeners, I know you're getting value from Dr. Liu as well. So definitely check out her book, Everybody's Guide to Everyday Pain. There's so much good information here. And I think there's some keys to you unlocking a more healthy, empowered, love-based relationship with your sacred vehicle. And I want to connect with you because, again, I think we heal in relationship, relatedness. It's that heart connection that heals us. We don't heal alone. So if you want to connect with me on Facebook, I would love that. You can um, search Tammy Balashevsky or Journey to Center. That might be easier. And um, on my website, TammyBPhD.com, would love to connect with you there. I have a free program for you if you want to download it about removing the blocks to living an empowered heaven on earth life because I think we all deserve it. Dr. Dr. Liu said so too. We all deserve it. We all deserve to feel good. We all deserve prosperity. We all deserve great love. If you can receive that, you're going to manifest it. That's how this work works. So God bless you. Thanks for hanging out with us here today. Onward and upward. Bye for now.